0: I'm Dr. Orion Taraband, and this is PsychHacks: Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is dating is an extended hiring process. That's right, dating is an extended hiring process. This is important for both men and women to understand, as this will functionally flip the script about what most people believe is happening on a date. Among other things, this understanding should help men assume greater confidence in their role in the courtship process, and it should help women increase their chances of actually getting what they want. Sounds good, right? Let's get to it. To begin with, I want you to appreciate the rather striking fact that, to the best of my knowledge, there has never been a culture anywhere on earth at any time in human history that recognized the institution of marriage and that expected the woman to propose to the man. Pretty wild, huh? Folks could argue that this was due to the corruption of an oppressive patriarchy that robbed women of their agency and choice. However, here we are today, with all of our enlightened views on gender and power, in a day and age when many young women are outperforming young men, and the expectation is still that the man proposed to the woman. What does this mean? Well, it means that on a very fundamental level, it is the man who offers a place in his life to the woman not the other way around. It is not the woman who offers a place in her life to a man, it is the man who offers a place in his life to a woman. And since what is true about business is generally true about relationships, I'm going to help you understand the consequences of this fact through the lens of the professional world. If we do so, we can approach dating like an extended hiring process. In a hiring process, the power dynamic is asymmetrical. Though both parties need to consent to to do business with each other, the one in a position to offer a job is always more powerful than the one in a position to accept it. So if men are ultimately expected to offer a place in their lives to women, then they are in a position of an employer. With all the privileges and responsibilities that come with that position, and if women are waiting for the invitation to join the men then they are in the position of employees with all the privileges and responsibilities that come with that position. One position is not necessarily better than the other. Just ask most employees who have been promoted to upper management when they were happiest with their work. But both come with prerogatives unique to each. Deep appreciation of this reality should cause an adjustment in modern dating behaviors. In the first place, it should make men more confident because they are acting from a position of power. Just like I'm the CEO of Orion Corp, I would like you to consider that you are the CEO of U Corp. You are the one who executes your lifestyle, and this is both a privilege and a responsibility. Just like you cannot hire somebody if you don't yet have an established company, you can't bring a woman into your life if you don't yet have an established lifestyle. Extrapolating that lifestyle will take time, energy, and money. And this generally needs to be accomplished before the courtship can be started in earnest. The silver lining is that since you are taking the trouble to build the company from the ground up, it should be custom tailored to your preferences and specifications. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're uh, you're hearing, then please consider sending this video to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. And you can also hit the super thanks button. That's the three little dots in the lower right-hand corner. And tip me in proportion to the value that you feel that you've derived from this episode. Thank you for your support. makes all this happen. So let's assume, men, that you've completed this task. You've gone through the process of establishing your lifestyle. So you now have something into which you can invite a woman. Good. What happens next? Well, when a company wants to hire someone, what does it do? put out a vague we're hiring notice, interview a host of random people, and then take the one with the prettiest resume? Of course not. But that's more or less what men do with respect to dating. They only have an obscure sense of what they actually want a woman for, date anyone who will go out with them, and then try to lock down the prettiest one. And how's that working out for you, gents? So what do companies actually do? Well. Well before they interview their very first applicant, they clearly define the role for which they are hiring. Companies hire a creative director, or an executive assistant, or a senior researcher, or an independent contributor, etc. Irrespective of the details, they hire for a specific role. And that means they need to first clarify the expectations for that role. They think, what are the responsibilities that we can reasonably expect this person to discharge? And what are the compensations appropriate for the successful dischargement of those responsibilities? So, men, before you enter the sexual marketplace, I'd like you to consider, what do you actually want a woman for? What role do you want her to play in your life? And what are the privileges and responsibilities associated with that role? Remember, you're going to be inviting her into your life, so it's important for you to consider where exactly she's going to go and what exactly she's gonna be doing there. You want a mother for your children? You can hire for that position. You want an easygoing playmate? You can hire for that position. But any given applicant probably won't be equally qualified for both positions. This is because different skill sets are relevant to different roles. So guys, once you figure out what you want a woman for, once you decide what you want her to do, Then you can reverse engineer the traits, skills, and attributes that would be necessary to successfully discharge the role that you have created in your life. Defining these prerequisites before you interview will give you the criteria with which to appropriately screen your applicants. Want a mother for your children? Then you probably want somebody kind, patient, loving, and youthful. Want an easygoing playmate? then you should consider someone fun, sensual, attractive, and independent. Establishing these criteria ahead of time will prevent you from hiring a playmate when you really want a mother and vice versa. It will also help you to focus on role essential attributes and reduce the likelihood that you might become misled by role peripheral distractors. Now, once the role has been defined and the criteria have been established, men are ready to enter into the sexual marketplace. Having completed these tasks beforehand, dating becomes something very different. That is, dating becomes an extended hiring process. It is the means by which men determine whether a particular woman is a qualified applicant for the position he has created in his life. This is the real function of dating. And the idea is to collect data over multiple time points and across multiple contexts in the service of that determination. Higher, slow and fire fast is just as appropriate in the sexual marketplace as in the corporate marketplace. Now, as I said in the beginning of this episode, this understanding that dating is really the process by which men determine whether a particular woman is qualified for the position he has created in his life should make men significantly more confident in the sexual marketplace. Why? Because this completely flips the script under which most men operate. Most men approach dating as if the woman were hiring. They get in front of a woman, and their attitude and their behavior basically communicate, Am I good enough? Am I good enough to have sex with? Uh, Am I good enough to have a relationship with? Do you like me? My brother in Christ, she is not going to hire you. She is never going to get down on one knee and offer you a lifetime of provision and protection. Hell, she's never even going to ask you out for a drink. You are interviewing her, my friend. You need to meditate on the fact that you are doing her a favor because you are giving her an opportunity to demonstrate that she is a qualified applicant for an enviable position at an outstanding company. Do you understand? Do not surrender the power that legitimately comes with that position. And the flip side of this understanding is for women. If you're not hiring, then stop trying to control the process. A lot of you are out there acting like bosses while looking for a job. And it's not a good look. The applicant does not get to dictate when and where and what and how with respect to the interview process. The applicant does not get to create her role and set her compensation. The applicant does not get to control when she is hired and by whom. So relax and enjoy the process. Unless you're applying for the role of CEO, bossy is probably not among the essential attributes of that role. No one wants to work with someone like that. And of course, if that doesn't work for you, Remember, you are supported, encouraged, and incentivized by modern society to found your own company and hire as you see fit. Just keep in mind, as I discussed in the two-body problem, that that route, though an option for women, doesn't always go as planned. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always,